Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Craving some great 80s music? Play Virgin Radio 80s Plus. On DAB Digital Radio, on the app, on your smart speaker, and at virginradio80splus.co.uk. I got my mind Love Chris Evans. Woo! Love the 80s. Virgin Radio. 80s Plus. Welcome to the show. Vassos is here. Aloha. Rachel's here. Greetings. And soon Luke Evans is going to be here. Vassos, tell us more about Luke Evans. You adored him on the stage in Rent and Miss Saigon and then on the big screen, Dracula, Fast and the Furious, Beauty and the Beast. He's very talented. He's very handsome. And he's about to take that talent and that handsome onto the West End stage in a new comedy, Backstairs Billy at the Duke of York Theatre in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like Luke Evans, but for the last week, I thought it was Lee Evans coming on the show. And when I said the last time I saw him was 10 years ago at the stage door of the Drury Lane Theatre, when he just finished a hit run in The Producers, um, obviously I was thinking of the wrong person. Um, but you picked up on that thinking, well, Chris must have been thinking of Luke Evans. Uh, but he wasn't in The Producers, but was in Miss Saigon and... Um, and Rent yeah. and uh, Piaf. None of which I've seen. No. Well, so I, when you said uh, Chris enjoyed him in all these things, I haven't seen him in any no, of those things. No, I know. Things. Yeah. Sorry. But you've probably seen Beauty and the Beast with the kids. Yeah. Gaston. All right. Well, <laughs> I, can t- I can tell you about the Wombles if you like. Yes. Go on then. Uh, Wombles resurfaced for a TV comeback. The Wombles were famed for reusing old items and program makers, uh, hoping to repeat the trick. <laughs> With a new version of the classic children's TV show 40 years after it first aired. Well, they recycle. They were ahead of the game, weren't they? they? You don't really want to recycle what they did then. You want to upcycle what they did then to doing something new now. And they will do because people are very clever in TV. They know that they can't just rest on the laurels of the past. In which case, if you are tempted to do that, just show the old show with a bit of an intro or something or an outro or something like that. Lovely theme tune as well, Wombling. Underground, underground, Wombling. The wombles of Wimbledon coming are we Making good use of the things that we find The things that the everyday people hide Uncle Bulgaria, he was around when the town When, when the world was still quite naive <laughs> Were they were naive in, in yes, their future. If you leave it long... <laughs> As opposed to cutting it down. You'd that have got... is a punchy word to have in a theme tune. Naive. I know. I loved it. That's why I remembered it. It's the first time I ever heard naive. Um, in American naivety is called naivete, isn't it? Oh. And they call it... It's so funny because we say niche, right? Yeah. Which is very French, very Latin. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, very roman- romantic of, you know, of Rome. Uh, even though it's French because it comes from... Uh, Latin and Italy and all this kind of stuff. Um, so we say niche um, and they say niche... But we say naive and they say, uh, we say naivety and they say naivete. Make your mind up, America. Oh, no, it says we're doing the same thing as well, aren't we? Here we go. Are you ready for it? You got it? Oh, you haven't got it. Okay, don't worry about it. Um, woman spots the face of Homer Simpson hidden in a tree. Wow, what sort of tree? 
Oh, I don't know. But by the way, it is bang on. You know, sometimes it's quite dodgy. Sometimes they're stretching a point. That is definitely... You can't walk past that tree and not think, oh, hang on a minute, that's that's a giant, green, mossy-like Homer Simpson. I disagree. I don't think that's that's not Homer Simpson. Oh, wait, why do you disagree? That's not Homer Simpson. Simpson. Homer Simpson's got a bigger top lip than a bottom lip. And this a woman this... was left shocked after finding a Homer Simpson shaped tree. Marie Cristali had been out for a walk when she noticed a familiar face looking back at the... <laughs> reminded her of the TV face. Listen, you're just still miffed because we didn't find your terrapin or your turtle fact that interesting yesterday. It was an excellent turtle fact. I'm going to repeat it for people who well, didn't hang hear on. it. It he... was repeated all afternoon he on said, Virgin. He said, he said, I, I came up with a great fact and the great fact is we had a slug weekend uh, this weekend in our house and slugs have one foot. They just have the one massive foot and they have 67,000 teeth. And Basta said, well, I'll, I'll see you, your slug with one foot and 67,000 teeth and I'll raise you a turtle fact. And he was so pleased with himself, off you go. A turtle mm. breathes through its bottom. Not as much as you talk through your bottom. <laughs> That's probably true, but still, you can't unhear that when you when you now think of a turtle. You'll just think, breathe through its bum. I love the fact you listen to Virgin all day. <laughs> I have it on. It's so on message. Thank You're you. Such a company gal. <laughs> Stonehenge's altar stone is not Welsh. Our Brits with the university says this is a big deal. The largest blue stone at the heart of Stonehenge may not be from Wales, according to new research, and apparently they've been saying it. It was for years, thousands and thousands of years. Hmm. See, now, if you were from, if you were representing the uh, uni of Aberystwyth, you know, Wells' very own, would you want to disprove the fact no. that one of the, that the stone, the altar stone at Stonehenge wasn't yeah. Welsh? You go, first of all, why would you, if we presume it's Welsh, you go, well, let, let's check. Let's run let's with you, that. Let's, let's check just so we can underline the fact it is. Mm. Um, Got some bad news, it isn't. Don't! Oh, we've run out of funding for that project. Oh, we can't produce the findings. Fast walkers uh, live longer, and here's why. Scientists have found that there is a benefit in being a fast walker as they live longer and are less likely to die of cancer or heart disease than dawdlers. Data, or is it data, from almost 400,000 Britons. Isn't it funny that Britons is spelled with an O and not an AI? Mm. Yes. It is funny, that, isn't it? Um, followed by more than a decade show, people who consider themselves to be a brisk walkers are more than a quarter less likely to die of cancer than their saunter-prone peers. And this is after the most detailed brisk assessment. <laughs> uh, very good. Very good. Very good. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and at them, come on, things to do. Don't cheer, you'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them, no stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose, food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. 
Stop, this is too good, Rachel. Come on, you know, this is good on air chat. We're on air now. You're too soon. Okay, we are on air. Luke Evans is in the house. Give the big intro. This is too good. We can now have to carry on this conversation on the air. It's getting too good to be off the air. Vass is over to you. We could Gaston and on about our next guest. He's the Hollywood heartthrob with a jawline as sharp as any storyline. He's about to star in a new comedy, Backstairs Billy, at London's Duke of York Theatre. And by hook or by crook, we've managed to book Luke Evans. <laughs> well done. Thank you very that much. That is rather impressive. They're getting yeah. silly. They're mm. getting better. <laughs> better than getting worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've always been all right. Luke, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. Yes. Last time you, you so came much. on, you were talking about your album. Yes, remember? that's right. I was on, uh, was a year Four, ago? Yeah, about long, a year ago, yeah. 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 Uh, you were on uh, Lorraine yesterday. Let's just cut to the chase here. You know, hmm. why Why do heavy lifting when there's none required? Um, let's harvest the best bits of the Lorraine interview first <laughs> yesterday and then we'll get on to the questions we've got. Why not? You know why what I mean? not? I you got mean, into some good stuff with Lorraine. Yeah, she doesn't mind, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, no, it was great. We, um, me and Penelope Wilton, uh, who plays the Queen Mother, we took uh, the two star sh- star pets of the show, uh, Tring and Pumpkin, the two corgis that, are, that star in our show. <laughs> one was very well behaved. The other one that I had was a little less uh, comfortable sitting on my lap for seven and a half minutes. Right. That's telly time Which for is you, worrying. It? <laughs> um, yeah, it is worrying, isn't it? So backstairsbilly.com. The dogs, corgis, they, they, they went to Lorraine with you. That's a nice thing to take. That's that's going to liven up the interview. The Lorraine viewers are going to love that. That's going to get you a t- few tickets sold. Yeah, I hope um, so. From Friday, 27th of October to Saturday, the 27th of Jan. Have previews begun yet? No, we start previews on the 27th of October. Oh, so that is... So not that's wrong. Okay, so that's not only now, that's previews time. Yes, previews. How, how are you? How is it heading to previews this? Good. Play? Today we are doing a run of the play, first time. Right. Yeah. Is that fun? In, in costume. Okay. You know, you get to a point, because obviously it's, 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 it's partly comedy... Partly, sort of, it's very, there's a lot of nuance and some very touching moments in the, so in the play. It's heart. It's got heart. It's got real heart, and you really do see these two characters and how you know they come from very different walks of life. But you see the Queen Mother in Technicolor, not just in shades, pastel shades. You know, she really has a personality and a humor. And then this long-standing connection she has with Billy, who was you know her her butler, but became the page of the backstairs, where hence the title Backstairs Billy, yeah. and. Um, you get to a point where you just want to put it in front of people. You want to start to see what works, the timing, what's funny, what's not funny, where there may be a laugh that you may have to hold off the line until you can say it once. Hopefully people will laugh, obviously. Um, so, yes, it's exciting today because we're going to put the costumes on and, you know. I have feel... you met any real butlers? I have, because yes. Before this One or came anyway? In. No, he, he came in a couple of days ago and I thought it was a little insensitive of the production to bring him in five weeks after we started rehearsals because I thought if he tells me I'm doing everything wrong yeah, I have to now. go back to this bit late now <laughs> um, but he he was very complimentary um, I have met the Royals several times so right. I have sort of I sort of have seen how the staff work it's and, not and what people might think it's it not how not. people might think no, is it? and it's very detailed and quite specific to whoever they're looking after yeah. and obviously but Billy with the Queen Mother was very specific and obviously, as you can imagine like we meet them in the play in 1979 she was 79 and he was 44 my actual age and he'd been working for them for nearly 30 years at yeah. this point so yeah. you know the private existence of these two people when there was no one else around nobody really knows but you you have to have a sense that it was very 
relaxed. Very, there was a, obviously a line between yeah. servant and, and royal, but um, they were extremely close and they relied on each other in some beautiful ways. Yeah, it's such an intriguing relationship or, or type of relationship, isn't it? Because, you know, I've been around the royals as well. I've been around other people that have butlers. Um, it is intimate. It's detailed. It's respectful both ways, which it has to be. Um, but also they know their place. Mm. And because of all that, it's quite relaxed. Yes, Yet it is. It is. It, it is. It, it, as soon as everybody knows where they where they are, you know, there's a place for everyone and everyone a place, yeah. and you don't overstep. You don't. You know, it all works, and 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 that's how it it does work with with um, staff in the royal family. And they often they often live their whole spend years yeah. working for the same person. I mean, Billy spent work started at 15 years old. Can yeah. you imagine? For the Queen Mother, and was with her till she died, fifty just under fifty years later. What's really clever about the play is, and I haven't seen it, but what what's really clever about the concept of it is that you're going to get all this in ninety minutes, a couple of hours again. How, how do they do it? How oh, do these clever people do this stuff? The magic of theatre. You get to darling. you get to sort of drive the train. We get to sit on the train, but yeah. they build the blooming thing. Oh yeah, and it's it's full on. My, this is, I mean, the, the the other members of the cast. One said last week, this is a monster of a role. Luke. Welcome back after 15 years. Really, I sort of have taken a, uh, taken the ball by the horns, but I, I wanted to come back and do something new, originate something, and make people, you know, give people an entertainment, you know, and it really is that. And, and so, it's funny. So where are the laughs there? What kind of laughs are they? Oh, there's so many. I mean, so Billy was a larger than life character, right? You know, um, he. I've met loads of people that knew him, right. inc including the lovely Christopher Biggins, who I had dinner <laughs> with a couple of weeks ago, and wow. he told me so much about Billy. Oh, well done. And it was, yeah, thank you, Christopher. And a, a few other people too, and he he just was a larger-than-life character. No, he was a gay man. He lived his life around a, a, a royal service that was primarily gay, that looked after the Queen Mother. Yeah. You know, she was surrounded by... Uh, by gay folk and and um and it all was very entertaining as you can imagine you know yeah, very yeah, colorful yeah. very entertaining very creative oh my gosh. um so uh, but a lot of billy's lines are just you know of that era yeah very very funny and they're really sort of pithy and concise yes. and cutting and yes. fearless I feel like you've seen this play. No, it's but I just know so many Billies. Yes, you know we what do. I mean? That's right. And and um, it was a time, you know, life was... London, the UK was in a huge change. I mean, mm. Thatcher was coming into power. There was protests and unions. And, you know, outside of Clarence House, there was a lot going on. There was yeah. a lot of change happening. Yeah. Inside Clarence House, nothing changed. Wow. Time stopped. That's, what a great way. I'm so glad you put it like that. That's made, giving me goosebumps. Yeah, come, oh, everybody wow. needs to come and see. This is cool, man. <laughs> Thank you. And it's quite—it's quite a short run for such an intense and involved piece. Yes. Well, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, three Are you months. tempted to crack on with it? Maybe. Um, Are you probably maybe. busy doing other I mean, things? I mean, I've got. I've got a holiday I want to go on. Right. <laughs> I have to do that and come back and do the play afterwards. I mean, it'd be nice to do do it more. Let's see. Let's see what people uh, see if they love it. But it, I, it feels like it's the perfect time of year for it to go on as well. You know, it feels like it's a really entertaining yeah, evening good. of yeah. insights and comedy and, and also this beautiful relationship, which was very touching at times. Because we do this for a living and we're doing it for a long time, or because we're doing this, what we do for a living we're doing a long time, I can tell when people are excited about what they're in. And you're really excited about it. Oh, you this. can? Yeah, of course I can. Good, there's a flow it's to, There's real. a flow to you. Yes, there is. There's, a, mean, there's a, a, a low anxiety, joyous flow to you 
that tells me you have a good feeling about it. I do. I really do. Yeah. And it's a good thing because after 15 years of not being on yeah. the stage, to feel this like this two weeks before we open to the to the public yeah. is uh, I feel like I'm in a good place. I'm, I'm very happy with where we're at. You know, I've still got things to discover. And obviously with an audience, you discover even more. It just keeps going. As Madonna's discovered in the last three shows. That looked like a great show. Palavar Steve has been to all three shows and he said they couldn't have been more different. Mm. And they're just getting better and better and better. And he thought Saturday, which was her first show, was a 10. Um, and last night he said he, it was the show was so much better, but he's not going to go back and 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 take away a point or two from Saturday because on Saturday it was a ten and oh, it was wow. a different ten on a Sunday and it's the same kind of thing with what you're doing, isn't it? Yes, every night is live. That's the joy of yeah. live theatre. In a way, I mean, she's in her preview week. In a way, yes, Madonna's in her preview week. Yes, you get exactly. to have actual previews. We do actually get previews. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, but you know, every preview is a is a full performance, and we have put five weeks of rehearsal in, so we're ready for an audience now. And um, I want to see the Madonna concert. It looks brilliant. Tonight's the night. Um, it's just about. I think. Steve got the last available ticket. <laughs> He's seen the show more than most people who are working on it have seen it. Good for him. Big fan. Uh, huge fan. So, Luke, you used to live in the West End, didn't you? Basically, I did on yeah. the West End stage. I actually lived in the West End when I was. On you say so you actually did, yeah. um, and even if you, when you weren't, it was like you did because you were in so many different Everything, things. Yeah. Um, what was the first thing you appeared in? When was it? How did it feel? What was life like then? What was the world like then? What was Soho like then? It was year two thousand. Yeah. Um, and I had, I left school three months early in my third year to go and play the juvenile lead in a musical written by Dana Broccoli, who happened to be the mother of Barbara Broccoli, who the Broccoli family, the Bond people. And it was about La Cava. It was about La Cava. And uh, we, uh, it's, a, it's a story about this woman called Florinda who fell in love with the King of Spain and big sweeping musical that Dana had discovered when she was on location scouting with Cubby for Chitty Chitty Bang Bang in the south of Spain. Oh, what a story. That was my first show, yeah. I, I, I saw in the new year as a 21-year-old on the West End stage. And now that was over half your life ago. <laughs> Thank you. But it doesn't seem it, though. <laughs> it really does. Does it, actually? To me, I feel like I've had three lives. I've had the Welsh life. Right. I've had the London musical theatre life. Yeah. And then 15 years ago, I had this bizarre thing that happened, and I ended up doing movies and television, which had never been part of my life prior to that. Yeah, yeah. And and that and that feels like a different life altogether. No, my little boy's not so little anymore. He's taller than me. He's only 14. He is, he's a giant. I, I know. just met him. And Fast and Furious, mate. Oh, really? Oh, God. He didn't bring it up. He was very good. Yeah, I know. I told him not to. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's a great baddie. Oh, he's really good uh, at being a baddie. I did start a big family in that, in um, that film. Could, could Billy be more different from <laughs> your character in Fast and Furious? Well, that is the joy of being an actor. If you oh. choose to, you can go from one side of the spectrum to the other that you would never think that they're the same. They're, they're you just so waved your finger at us off the air there when you mentioned the broccoli name. <laughs> just oh, say, God. don't go there. Don't go. Because we were going to go there beforehand. Yeah, everybody does. Where did, oh, did they? Did Lorraine go there? Lorraine didn't. No, I kept her off it. The dogs she already had seven and a half minutes. Kept her, kept her off what? Oh, that thing <laughs> everybody wants to talk about. <laughs> um, okay. I don't want to talk about it. No, it's fine if you want to ask, but I have no idea. That's the thing. No one, well, who knows? Maybe somebody's already been cast. Yeah, as the new Bond. Ah. Um, you, I mean, you have a history. You you, you have an oeuvre now. You have a well that's deep enough to draw from for different kinds of characters. You also have a, a face that shows that you have 
experience of many different things, which you need for the movie. Steady movies. on, no. no. but you do, though, don't you? <laughs> no, you're you do, right. You, you do, though. I mean, you do. Yeah, I'm of a certain age. Well, that's what our face is face, for. Absolutely. Our face is... It's an advert, it's a warning sign, it's a wanted sign, yes. it's a come and get me sign. It's, uh, that's why it's, our, it's the petals of our flower. It's, it's how we are, it's who we are. Yeah. It's how we've been, it's how we want to be. Yes. Um, you have a great... I mean, you've always been... A, you're very handsome anyway. Oh, right? stop it, Chris. No, but you are. You, you, you look really well. You look you're in good shape. You've always been sparkly eyes. You clearly take what you do very seriously, but you don't take yourself seriously, which is the no. perfect combination. Oh, that's good. Um, and you look like you look right for it, mate. If I if I was if I was going to cast, because you also got an edge, you know, you're not too prissy. You got you got it's yeah, you yeah. got you got you got the swagger. You got the look. What do you think, Rachel? Well, it's a shame well, also, you're not for Eon. <laughs> <laughs> Elon or Eon doesn't matter, does it? But the whole nations, we need we need a proper Welsh born because Timothy Dalton didn't have a particularly strong accent today because he was Welsh. He was disappointingly on Welsh for a Welsh. Yeah, yeah. You need we need a born with a proper Welsh accent. Well, maybe maybe we do. But you haven't maybe heard anything. No. Is it honestly? Absolutely. I believe you. I believe you. Um, I wonder what's going to go on with it, because obviously if you didn't see the last Bond film, then cover your ears now. Mm. But uh, the, the smart There's no money, return. The smart money is origin story time. Have you heard about this? I have heard that, yeah. Yeah, so they're yeah. going to go back in time. I mean, it, it possibly is the safest bet, because, you know, stepping into the shoes of Daniel Craig yeah. was would be all, terrifying. He was awesome, wasn't he? He was Incredible from nowhere on I, the blind I side. Just thought he was, he's just 100 to 1 so outsider good. smashes it, yeah, year after year, yeah, yeah film exactly. after film. So maybe the origin story, um, is a good idea. Who seen knows? Knives Out and the, that's that's loved uh, it. The first two, yeah, probably the last onion or something, isn't it? The last second, yeah. Oh, my goodness, me. Uh, what about you in the movies? Um, because you, this is three, this three month run doesn't make sense to me, you know. If I was a showbiz Sherlock Holmes, I'd be thinking, and you folded your arms, which is that <laughs> something else is going My hands on. Hands are cold, there's no, something else is going on. That's what because this is a big old role. This is like you know, it's fun, it takes some doing, it's your first bite back at the sort of theatrical cherry for 15 years. Why would you do all that and then not go for longer than three months? Well, there must, shows there's something else in the offing, Basil. He says holiday. Yeah. He says holiday. I think it's going to be a working holiday somewhere. Holiday. Well, holiday. We, we never stop working, really, do we? We're always doing something. But um, no, eight shows a week is a lot. Eight shows a week. I haven't done eight shows a week in that long time. It's, uh, I'll need a holiday after three months. I don't um, know how people do it. How's your singing going? What are you doing? Singing's great. Um, I, my, he's, un I he's unfolded his arms. <laughs> <laughs> he's back on safe, safe ground. <laughs> I do this for a living, Lee. I can see. <laughs> he's on. like a, a psychologist. <laughs> um, uh, I actually won the uh, Welsh BAFTA on the weekend for the entertainment yeah, programme. That's where we're going. Thank you. Where's your BAFTA? Oh, I should have brought it. It's very heavy. I took it into work the other day. I wanted to show my friends. and yeah. uh, But it's a lovely, lovely Where thing. Where are you going to put it, big boy? I've put it in front of a <laughs> giant bunch of flowers um, on the top of my stairs. Did the flowers come on the same no, night? they're in my house already. Oh. Um, it's lovely. It's a moment, it's really though, isn't lovely. it? Yeah, and it was for a show that I did where I got to do the thing I love, which is singing, and I had amazing uh, guests, and Nicole Scherzinger, Beverly Knight, Ollie Mers, Leanne Rimes, and... It was just nice because I keep saying it, but like I loved doing it, mm. and the BAFTA sort of maybe realised that other people did too. So it yeah. was like it was a it was a collective celebration, and obviously everybody got involved in it. It was not an easy thing to put on a show that big, and I I loved it. I want to do another one. 
Which football team do you support? I don't support football teams. Right. I'm not really a big football fan. I was just thinking, I thought Wrexham, the movie, ah, dramatisation, yeah. Hannah Waddingham coming in, hot. Um, oh, yeah. Wrexham, the musical. I love Hannah. So She's do so I. She's great. She's, She's the best, so isn't she? Yeah, we did something together that uh, you don't, I can't talk about right now. It's for our Christmas show. Oh, is it out? No, but I just know it is. <laughs> just reading between the lines Stop here. it. It's for her Christmas show, isn't it? I don't know. No, She's no, got no, a Christmas show on Apple Does TV+. Does she have a Christmas and show? And you're one of her guests. And you've just let the, the Christmas cat out of the jingle ball bag, my friend. <laughs> and I've got the bells to prove it. Look, look what I found uh, in his back pocket. Too soon. I, too soon. He was asked to leave these at security. Good God. You've got months of this, guys. How are you going to put up with that? Jingle bells, Lukey <laughs> smells, Hannah's run away. <laughs> We're having fun, aren't we? Uh, How much fun is this? How much fun is this? It couldn't be more fun if we tried. Is it more fun than Lorraine? Yes. Yes. No, but it's not as convenient as I could have brought a dog. I should have brought one of the corgis, shouldn't I? Can we talk about how convenient Lorraine is? Or is that's not we that's probably not advisable, is it? Probably not. Okay, let's not go there. Let's not go there. All we're saying is Luke lives I don't know. Right, go on. Backstairs Billy. There are backstage billies as well, aren't there? In the in the West End. Well, I'm sure there's a couple of I don't know. Yeah, I think it's backstairs. I think it all comes from Billy. He's such an intriguing character. I wonder where, where he used to go and booze. I bet. Did oh, he, he used to go out in Soho and then yeah. have beautiful dinners and he used to host quite a lot at his house because he lived on the, in the coach house right next to the gates of Clarence House. Did he? So his view was the mall. I mean, he actually was given that house. But um, he knew everybody. Yeah. From, you know, it was for everybody he knew from the from soap stars to theatres. They loved the theatre. Yeah. Often went when the Queen Mother couldn't and then he would fill her in on the show and, you know. And, I and remember the Queen Mother, he, he would have hung out with Noel Coward then a lot, I would imagine. She was his closest friends. One of the, the Queen Mother and Noel Coward were very, very close. No, I know that because Noel Coward used to take the Queen Mother to go and see um, right. one of his plays. And if it wasn't going very well, he'd gone and do the second half himself. Yeah. Read his diaries. They're amazing. But I bet Billy knew Noel as well. Very much. Would have had. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, you know, I, but I I think he would be a very entertaining person to, to sit with. I mean, the yeah. stories. Can and it's such, such an interesting life. I mean, anyway, one of my favourite um uh, aphorisms is um money is to wealth only as a menu is to dinner you know a menu is part of dinner but it's not dinner it's not the food and money can be part of wealth but it's not necessarily wealth mm. he had wealth of a different kind didn't he because he? he didn't have the money but no. he had the life he absolutely had the life i mean you know that that, that fridge was full of krug and and champagne and and he had and the freedom that the royals didn't have so he, he had made be- the orders as he well had the you know the best of both worlds yes yeah and then when she died he was retired and uh, and sadly died 4 years later so his whole majority of his life was in this little bubble of Clarence House, yeah. which was very different. How old was he when he died? Uh, seventy-four, I think. Seventy-four. Yeah, you'd want a bit. You'd want a bit longer than that. I take. I take a, a good seventy-four with nothing left on the pitch, and I'm sure he left nothing on the pitch. I think he had a lot of lovely gifts and memories and trinkets and cigarette yeah. boxes and stuff that he was gifted by the family, all signed and, yeah, and beautiful yeah. letters from members of the royal family, including lots from Diana. They, she was very close to her. Wow. Um, he lived a very unique life. Of course he did. Of course he very did. And how, how was he with his um, trust? Was he trustworthy to the end? He never spoke. Did he really? Yeah. That's, that's great, isn't it? I yeah. love that, don't you? The, um, yeah. 
the, the most intriguing butler that I ever met was I went to buy a car from somebody who had a butler and his butler showed me the car and it was in a basement in Kensington in 1992. And um, I said, are you, are you a real, like, are you a real butler? And they said, yeah, he, he said, yes, I am, sir. You might, you should consider getting one. And I went, well, I came for a car. And he went, well, you might want to consider a butler. And I said, well, what do you do? He said, well, I, I do everything. He did the book, the book work, bookkeeping, mm-hmm. the, pressing of the trousers the management of the house you know and a good butler is like a super pa yeah and other things as well he's ex-military many of them are they all most of them are yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so reliable and so upstanding and yeah. so wonderful and there's a butler school isn't there people... yes and I th- but a lot of them you know with the butler with the, the well, he's not a butler anymore but for 25 years he worked for for the royal family he says, uh, when you first start very, very young, there's no sort of script or there's no rule book. You yeah. just sort of learn on the, on the job. And it depends whose butler you are. Yes, and if they're nice yeah. or if they're not. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of terror in those few first few months when yeah. you start working and all of a sudden you walk into a room and you there's the royal family, you know, and yeah. how do you, you know, there's there's certain ways to bow and there's certain ways you hands always have to be the, by, by your side. I've been doing this with my hands the whole time. But then I realized that, Billy broke that protocol, and I looked up all these photographs of Billy, and he he holds his hands in front of him when actually it's supposed to be to his side. Yeah. So I found these little little details rebellious of rebellious, yes, nuances. Yes, he was in he you know he he did things others didn't you know um, very small little details like yeah. that I'm trying to put into the character. I th- the butlers now British butlers in America, you know I know of one butler who's on two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Wow. So this, this, wow. the upstairs downstairs divide isn't what it was. Don't tell my assistant that. <laughs> Hopefully the radio's not on in the car. Hopefully it is. It's uh, great to see you again, Luke. You too. You always bring. You, you must eat rainbows because you only ever bring joy in here. It's it's great. This this place sounds fantastic, doesn't it? Yeah. Please I'm, come. Okay. I'd love you to, love oh, to see I'd love you. to come and see you. Backstairsbilly.com for tickets. Um, which theatre is it at? Sorry, the Duke of York Duke Theatre. Duke of York Theatre from Friday the 27th of October previous and then maybe a week and a bit after that opening night. Yep. Bloody, bloody, blah. Another three days, I think. All right, and then Luke's off to Hollywood in January. Okay, <laughs> excellent. Nice to see you, man. <laughs> nice to see you too. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you, Vassos. Thank you. Thank you, team. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.